Sweet, Sweet Garbage is a podcast in which two women, Jenna Redding and Bailey Von Schneider, take a look back at some of their favorite garbage films and television. But why do they find themselves enamored with these types of films? Not only that, but why do we root for the problematic woman as well? We love a good, crazy stalker, male or female. Why is Bailey okay with Penn Badgley stalking her? Why does Jenna want to single white female every person she meets? Can they be feminists and still enjoy these films? Let's find out. Welcome into the minds of sweet, sweet garbage. Welcome back to episode 10 of Sweet, Sweet Garbage. Today we are going to be talking about the movie Stalking Laura, or as it's also known, and in what I think is the better title, it's also known as I Can Make You Love Me. And it stars Brooke Shields and Richard Thomas. And so it's about this girl who gets a job um, basically in like a Silicon Valley type. uh, Well, it is in Silicon Valley, but, you know, it's like a computer like tech company. And while she is um, moving, you know, while she's going around and like meeting the new people at her job, she meets this guy. Richard, and he immediately falls in love with her and, (laughs) you know, starts, like, really, like, aggressively pursuing her. And it basically turns into stalking because she, you know, trying to be professional is like, no, I don't want to date you. No, this is a professional relationship. No. (laughs) And he just, it just escalates until he, um, he just does increasingly more insane things. And it accumulates into this scene at the very end of the movie where he goes on a shooting spree. Yes. So actually very timely, even though it's a, you know, nineties movie. (laughs) Yeah, 90s movie where the events occurred in the 80s. So, like, yeah. this shit was still going on. Like, it not st- it's still going on, but, like, it, it occurred in the 80s, but isn't as, like, prevalent as it is today where they happen on the regular. But, yeah, they even happened in the 80s. Right. So, yes, this was actually um, based on a real event where this mm-hmm. guy um, – killed a bunch of people in his office and inc- and shot her as well but like didn't kill her in real life he um like he wounded a bunch of people and killed i think seven yeah it said he killed seven and he injured four and one of the four was including laura you know he yes. shot her in the shoulder Right. And I think, yeah, and it, like, collapsed her lung or something. So he thought she was dead because she, like, passed out. Yes. But still, like, I felt like he was so invested in Laura that, like, he shoots her once in the shoulder. She, like, plays dead or just, you know, passes out. And he's just like, oh, okay, I'll move on to the next person. I was like, huh, that seemed a little odd to me. Right. Well, I do think, like, maybe, like, still in his mind, even though he shot her, like, he's still, like, in love with her. So he's not, he's not trying to, like, hurt her even more, even though all of his actions are crazy awful. Yeah, and then he tries to 
put so much blame on her saying to the cops, you know, none of this would have happened if she just went on that date with me. So now not only has this girl been physically wounded, she has to like deal with the psychological wounds for the rest of her life about her believing that all of these people are dead and hurt because of me. Right. Well, I mean, and that's, I think, such a, like, typical, like, that type of person's response where they always, they always um, abdicate blame. They're never the one in the wrong. So he's like, yeah, obviously I, like, shot all these people. Yeah, I broke into her house. Yeah, I, like, think I was her clothes. Yeah, why didn't she go out with me? What the hell? <laughs> oh my god! And this, it's like it's ugh. so crazy. It's 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 something We're, that we still are. St- there are women who are terrified to walk down the street because men still to this day have this mentality. Oh my god! The the part that like really really bothered me was that like woman who I don't know was she the HR person that was like you know well did you smile like that at him and I was right. just like oh and it's like no I was so infuriated oh, I was like screaming at my TV I was like bitch you did not just say that <laughs> and then like oh, oh. <laughs> Like, the, the first part where, like, I, this guy's, like, clearly crazy from, like, the onset. But the one thing that, like, really got me was when he's, like, well, you know, if you weren't wearing that top, you know, like, blaming. I'm, like, motherfucker, I could be naked in the middle of the goddamn street and I could still say no to you and have every right. reason to say no to you. And no, because my titties are out does not mean that they are for you. Right. Um, Absolutely. And like men think like that. They still think like that. Yeah. No. And then there was that there's the scene in the uh, when they're all out like a company. um, It was like the softball game. Yes. And, you know, he sees her like talking and laughing with this girl. And he's like, he's like, oh, you're making fun of me. Like you're doing this. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, like, get off my jock. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Or when my favorite thing ever is when he's like trying to be like, oh, you're swinging that aluminum bat. You're not going to be able to like make contact with that. You have to swing a wooden bat. One, who the fuck is this guy? He no more looks athletic than like Joe Blow down the street. And two, (laughs) an aluminum bat is so light that like it's easy there would if she was to grab a wooden bat that would have made no sense you need to know exactly what kind of ounces to swing like him being like like it makes no sense and obviously and people know for a fact that with an aluminum bat the ball travels at a much faster rate and travels so much further so him trying to be like you know what you have a better chance of getting a hit with a wooden bat made no sense yeah but it's also too like I feel like it does um it's it felt realistic to me because I feel like there have been so many times guys think just they, in yeah. any, yeah, well, they, they, for any excuse to speak to you, they will just like, I don't know if they're making up facts or if they just like, if they do believe what they're saying, but there have been oh. so many times where a guy will talk to me and like, tell me something that I know for a fact is like not accurate. And then they're just like, no, no, like there's like, this is how this is. And I'm like, uh, no, yeah. it's not. And 
And like, I don't find it sexy you talking to me about this. So like, can we not? (laughs) I've gotten so many messages because on like my dating profiles on like dating apps, it's pretty much like, oh yeah, big fan of baseball. You will not know how many times men have sent me messages and be like, oh, big fan of baseball, prove it. What's a blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even answer that because one, how is you, how is me trying to prove to you that I'm worthy of truly knowing what baseball is? No, bitch. I know more than you like on a daily basis, like that you like just on the regular, I know more about baseball than this person possibly could, you know? And I know that that's a fact, you know, I definitely know more about baseball than you. Yeah. Or like, you know, there's like the thing where you're like, if you're wearing a band t-shirt out and they're like, oh, you're a fan of Joy Division, name like seven of their albums. And I'm like, I bought this at Urban Outfitters. I just thought it was cute, but also go fuck yourself. Yeah. (laughs) But just being like, yeah. Or like, or they'll be impressed. Like you'll either get the guys that are like, oh, prove to me that you know baseball or the guys that'll be like, oh, wow, you know a lot about baseball. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I do. Yeah. I have interests. That's crazy. Right. (laughs) So it's just like, yeah, they'll just be like, wow, you know a lot about baseball. I'm like, yeah, dude. uh, It's one of my passions. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And he is definitely that kind of a person. Yeah, so who knows what would have happened if she had gone on that date with him. It would have gone probably so much worse. (laughs) Oh, my God. Or just, I just do love the fact that in Hollywood, like, I'm sure, like, Brooke Shields is just, like, a gorgeous woman. It's, like, a fact. She still looks amazing. Oh, like, beyond gorgeous. Yeah, so, like, but aside from that, it's, like, I'm sure the woman in reality is also a very attractive woman, but the dude was creepy as fuck where in real life like I looked he looked like a fucking psycho versus like John Boy Walton is kind of cute yeah yeah no he's definitely like but he he's very like unassuming attractive Mm -hmm. like yeah Yeah. he like and he does have like a little bit of a like a boyish charm to him but like he's just too he's too intense oh yeah that's definitely what was super off-putting by like two minutes of like knowing her he's like you want to go to what was it like a tractor pull or something he's like you want to go to a tractor pull with me and she's like what the fuck it's like no I don't want to do that first of all maybe if you would like pick something like cooler to do maybe (laughs) yeah yeah but I do love that like this is like set in the 80s and you have like a young attractive woman that's in the tech industry like she's a design engineer and that's awesome I think that's so cool Yeah, no, it is really cool. And that's why, like, I think, and I don't think they really went into it a lot here. Maybe they did a little, but, like, the thing is, she is in, like, a very male-heavy, like, male-dominated field. And there's, like, probably, there's a reason why she's not trying to, like, mix, like, work and pleasure. Like, she's trying to get ahead. She is very ambitious. And, like, this dude is, like, treating, you know, his workplace like it's, you know like a dating site or whatever. And it's like, it's one of those things where I feel like they didn't explore enough though. Like her, we should have seen her doing more work, even though like you see it a little bit, you do, but like seeing her trying to get ahead and then being thwarted by like this dude's like idiot romantic gestures. Yeah. I think it was like the the one time that they kind of showed that was when, 
her boss was like, okay, we want to promote you, but we need to have the clearance pass. And there was a stoppage. And like he mentions, he's like, I'm pretty sure that it's definitely Richard is the reason why like you're, there's been a problem with your clearance. Man. Yeah. So, like right. he's sabotaging her workplace too. And then when he just like finds like where she lives and then, like, breaks into her, like, garage to put, like, a note on her car. I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, I would have shot him right there and then, like. Seriously. No, you're getting a real ass beating if you, if I find you in that position. Holy shit. No, and it was, but I will say, like, this movie did a really good job of, like, building that tension. And I was scared for her, like, the yeah. entire time. I was like, he's going to put a bag over her head. He's going to, like, you know, and I remember, like, so I actually saw this movie when I was probably eight years old, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm literally, 30. like, it was so, yeah, and it's, it's crazy. <laughs> right. Well, now we're at a point where, like, it's it's almost more tangible in a way. Because, mm-hmm. like, you never know when some person is just going to fixate on you in that, like, capacity, you know? So scary. Like, you know, you read articles all the time about, like, ex-boyfriends or ex-husbands who just, like, break in and, like, kill their exes because, yeah. like, they're no longer with them. Notice it's never the ex-girlfriend or the ex-wife that does it. Well, you I know? mean, whenever it's that, they just, like, cut their penis off because they know that's worse <laughs> than death. <laughs> they Lorena Bobbitt, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, for, like, every Lorena Bobbitt, there's, like, 5,000 dudes that do that. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. <laughs> and you're just, like, oh, God, that, that's what's, like, it's always so interesting is just, like, the man's brain versus, like, the female brain is that I've always, like, I've always sort of been fascinated by the human brain. I feel like... If I was more intelligent, I would probably have been like a brain surgeon. But um, but it's so interesting. It's like, how come we as women don't like mass shootings are not caused by women like domestic violence nine times out of ten are not because of women. It's just so interesting. It's like the the brain chemistry. uh, Is it truly testosterone that makes them act a certain way? Like I've always been kind of intrigued by that. It's possible, but also, too, I think it is, like, it's a nurture a little bit because men are, I feel, like, conditioned from a very young age to not really talk about why they feel the way they feel. Yeah, I know. They might talk about their feelings, but they don't, they don't, they don't analyze why they feel the way they feel. So they'll, they'll just, once they want something, they just kind of go for it. You know, Yeah. no, that is that is a very good point. Or that men. Yeah, men are taught like, oh, if you cry, you're a pussy. You know, it's right. like, why? Like, why are they like, you know, it's like, I never really comprehended like, OK, so showing emotion somehow makes you weak. Right. So that? then it's it becomes like this, like, you know, like boiling pot that like has the lid on. So it's just like there's only a matter of time before it just like fucking explodes. Yeah. Ugh. But. Yeah, I mean, I found this movie very, like, I was, I was tense the entire like, time. For, like, a, what was it, like, in 1993, I looked it up, it was, like, a CBS made-for-television movie. I thought this was extremely well done. Yeah, no, I thought it was really good. And, like, the thing is, it was so, it makes you angry and makes you feel, like, and you're terrified the whole time. And, like, I don't know, it was done so effectively. 
Yeah, for sure. Like the tension builds the, I thought the, the acting between Brooke Shields and was which John boys really Richard Thomas uh, Richard Thomas, <laughs> Thomas yeah I thought that the scenes that they were in were really dynamic like she felt like I felt like she was truly terrified of him and he just seems so off kilter that you yeah. know the littlest thing would make him snap and it, it did <laughs> but yeah yeah and that's the thing is like I thought he yeah he I really have only ever seen Richard Thomas in the Waltons. I don't think I've really ever seen him in a lot of other things. So seeing something like this, it's such a different performance. It's so, it's so weird. And it's really good. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm surprised. I mean, I probably, he probably has done more things. I just haven't seen them, but you know, it was definitely one of those things while rewatching it. I was like, wow, this is a very good performance. Yeah. I was, I was really impressed. And it's because it's, it's very, it's very nuanced. And like everything in the beginning he does is so calculated. And he believes that like, he's doing things that are like helping when he's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to help you with your swing. Or when they're all out at that restaurant after the softball game and he's like, oh, you should order the number 26. It's the best thing on the menu. And when she orders something different, he gets like it, it agitates him. Yeah. No. And it's so it's it's him basically already making it like that like they're in a relationship. Oh, God. Yeah. And, and but also doing the things that like are really fucking annoying in a relationship, relationship. Like, yeah. <laughs> where it's like. You know, it's like, oh, she's going to have this. She'll order it. Like, she'll have this. Oh, my God. Men ordering for women. Oh, God. That bothers me so much. I'm like, bitch, I'm going to have what I want to have. Yeah. I don't mind when a dude actually, like, when he knows what I want to order. Yeah. And then just, like, says it, like, says it for me. I don't mind that. But, like, if I'm like, oh, I want to get, like, this. And then, like, when he order, he's ordering, he's like, oh, we're going to get, like, these two things. I'd be like, what the hell? Yeah, no that's, way. like, like one, of, one of my favorite episodes of Boy Meets World is where Sean, it's Chick Like Me, where he dresses up as a woman and sort of understands, like, the female side of dating. And I remember when he goes on the date with the guy and he, like, the guy, like, orders for him. And then Sean is like, I'll have that and a steak. <laughs> like, he, like, you know, and it's just, like, it's so interesting that, like, yeah, like, a guy thinks that, like, oh, if I order this, like, oh, you're just going to want the salad, right? It's like, no, bitch, I want, I want the steak. I want this. I want that, you know? Yeah. No, it's, it, but again, it's him, like, it's, so it's this guy, Richard, who is, um, he's basically, like, just molding her to be what he wants. Oh, absolutely. And, like, but he doesn't really, like, he never actually tries to get to know her. You know no. what I mean? Because yeah. he wants he wants to project all of this stuff onto her. And that I actually found super fascinating. And it felt realistic again, because I'm like, oh, like he doesn't want her to be a real person. He just wants her to be this like beautiful canvas that he just like turns into his like, you know, perfect girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, it's true. And yeah, like, no, that's like 100% it. It's like, oh, she's beautiful. I'm going to make her be exactly what I want her to be. Right. Yeah. He like, doesn't I, care that she's obviously like very smart and oh, like no. is in this company for a reason. He's like, oh, great. She she might as well be a secretary. Like, I, you know what? I want her. She's mine now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I found you and now I'm making you mine. 
which is, oh, God. And he was so brazen about every action that he took. Yeah. Which was and the like, thing is, though, I, I started thinking about it. And it's obviously this is a way more heightened version of that. But it really isn't that much more different than when you see in the romantic comedies when, like, the dude just, like, actively pursues a girl, right? you know? So and, like, ro- obviously... <laughs> so many romantic comedies are, like, just... There are just so many issues with them. Yeah. That, and and they're... Like, yeah. The suspension of disbelief is great because, like, you, you, you know that you want them to be together. And, like, there's all this. But... If you think about it, it really isn't that much different than when we watch these stalker movies and yeah, like they're oh, doing so all of the same things. And I feel like I like these better than romantic comedies. <laughs> yeah, but so it's it's like it's like in a romantic comedy, as long as he looks like Matthew McConaughey, it's totally fine that he's doing these things that he's doing to this unsuspecting like ingenue. <laughs> right. Or, you know, because you're Ryan Gosling, you can jump on, like, top of the Ferris wheel and, like, act like you're going to kill yourself to, like, force the girl to go on a date with you in the notebook. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be for sure taking on the notebook once this quarantine's over because one of my good friends brought to my attention just how problematic that movie is. And Jenna and I were like, oh, God, yeah, we got to, we got to, like, deconstruct the notebook. (laughs) Because the thing is, like, I still like The Notebook. I'll, I'll, I fucking love that shit. But, like, again, it is it is maybe because I do, deep down, like, I actually really like problematic content. Like, as long as you, as long as you stay the course and, like, and, like, actually, like, don't pussy away from it. Which was, again, my, that was my problem with Prom Night. If you're going to have a movie where, like, a 40-year-old man is obsessed with a 14-year-old girl to the point where he kills her entire family and kills all of her friends. Well, you better like you give me that movie. Anything else is just a waste of my time. Yeah, no, you're a hundred percent true. So yeah, it's just so interesting when you can look when you can believe a romantic comedy is like truly about this, like these romances. And then you never really take a good hard look at how problematic a romantic comedy is there was this movie. Unfortunately, it really wasn't as good as I was kind of hoping it would be. It was uh, with Rebel Wilson called Isn't It Romantic, where she gets stuck in a romantic comedy. So her life becomes a romantic comedy. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see that. Yeah. And unfortunately, is not as good as I was hoping. But there are parts of it that are like pretty, pretty real and like pretty. You're just like, oh, wow, that is a convention in a romantic comedy. That's terrible. And like you have Rebel <laughs> Wilson like... Like calling it out because it starts out with like her being like romantic comedies are the worst things ever and then when she gets stuck in one she just it just like completely exacerbates just how bad that genre is so it's it's a really interesting concept and I wish it was like executed a little better but as a concept I think that that's really cool to sort of just analyze how you know bad romantic comedies might actually be right because at least, like, with the movies we're watching, like, it's definitely, like, they're they're for sure being, like, listen, this is sleazy, this is yeah. bad, this is not good behavior, and yeah, we yeah. eat it up. We're just, like, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, you know, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> should be doing these things to Reese Witherspoon, but at the same time, we're, like, but look at him, he's so dreamy. 
<laughs> yeah, it's so romantic. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess I would say, like, my batshit moment for this movie, it's the one I think when he, like, actually, like, breaks into her um, office. Remember? And, like, he, uh, like, like, finds out everything like, about her. Well, because at this point, she's moved, right? And he's, yes. like, trying to, like, figure out. Yeah, so he had already figured out where she lived before and was, like, going, like, you know, was, like, very heavily stalking her. So she goes and she, like, moves uh, to a new apartment. So he breaks into her office. He's, like, he's like smelling her, like, handkerchief. Oh, he, like, that's what the part her. No, she had, like, you know how, like, you get too much lipstick and you, like, Oh, bite. that's it. He, like, kissed her, like, lipstick. So it was, like, right. oh, it's so creepy. You're so yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's the part that, like, really, like, put me on edge. So, like, that, because then he, like, finds her new address and then goes there and then, like, breaks into that house. Oh. But he breaks the hell out of me. That was what was even more impressive. Like, they show the steps of, like, how difficult it is to get into this new, like, apartment complex that her and her roommate, like, move into. And he gets through it with, like, ease, apparently. Right. And, like, again, they could have, like, they could have, like, showed it a little bit more because, like, obviously he's in tech. He might be good at, like, hacking into systems. True. That is a good point. But, like, if, if I would, I want to see that. I want to see him do that, you know, like, so that I'm like, oh, cool. Like, he's using his, like, job to, like, you know, get even closer to her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. For for me, my I think my batshit moment was when it's, you know, Laura has complained about him so many times. And she's like, I'm going to get this, like, restraining order. And she's complained to, like, the HR woman who is the worst like if anybody could have been shot in this movie it should have been her (laughs) like I'm sorry but like I just remember like she was talking about how they like wait oh he's worked here for nine years we don't want to jeopardize his clearance I was like how good is this guy at his job for one that you're just like oh we can't fire him but um they finally because like at Laura's insistence being like this dude he like has already cornered me in a bathroom in public like he's done this he's done that he's come to my house like I had to get a gun to protect myself they're like okay we'll talk to him and then there's the moment where they're like in the boardroom it's like this HR lady some other gentleman and then John boy and he's like well if you fire me I'm gonna come back here and I'm gonna kill you and like and then she fires him I was like okay (laughs) And then right. he comes back and kills everybody. But oh, he never took that as, like, an actual warning. So the moment where it's, like, he's just, like, oh, if if you fire me, like, this is going to end poorly. And then she's, like, does this mean you're going to kill me? And he was, like, yes. I was, like, Ugh. oh, oh. Yeah, no, definitely, like, I, like, my stomach dropped. It was yeah. so, I mean, uh, again, like, it's a credit to that performance because it was, I was, like, on the edge of my seat. Yeah, that performance was really good because it could have completely gone the other way. Like, sli- like if he played it slightly differently, it could have almost been laughable, but he he just played it the right way. Right. Well, the thing is, it was a very, the thing, it, it yeah, it could have been like, you know, when we watched uh, Mother May I Sleep With Danger, mm-hmm. like that performance is laughable. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I had a great time watching it because I like thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah but but with this he it was such a hyper focus and such a it was so you know 
off kilter that like every time he would speak, I like my heart would start racing because I was just like, oh, my God, like, what is he going to do? He has like a grenade in his pocket, doesn't he? Yeah. And the thing is, I actually forgot um, about the part at the end where he comes back and shoots everyone. I oh. didn't remember. Yeah. And so when it finally started happening, like, I actually, like, was, like, kind of hiding under the covers yeah, a little like, bit. Oh, I was shit. like, And I'm like, I'm like, well, I guess this is, like, where I, like, this is the logical way this would go, I suppose. <laughs> and the fact that this was, like, this really happened, too, is just even more terrifying. Right. Like, no, absolutely. Mm. It's so scary. Um, But, yeah. I would say, like, I would actually give this movie, I, maybe not sweet garbage, because, like, hmm. Well, no, I think maybe sweet garbage. Yeah. Because, like, I had a yeah. good time. <laughs> I did, <laughs> like, too. Like, this was, like, a solid popcorn movie. Like, I was, I was terrified. I was, like, I was just, it was, like, a good, it was a good ride, basically. Yeah, f- for sure. Like, I, I'm with you on the sweet garbage. I wouldn't quite do sweet, sweet, because I don't think it's quite on that level. It's still, like, a 90s made-for-television movie. But for a 90s made-for-television movie, this is, like, probably the, what we've seen so far, what I've seen in the past, maybe the most quality made-for-television movie on all accounts. Like, it was well-directed, it was well-written, it was well-acted. Like, I... From the first moment to the last moment, I was hooked versus like, you know, we had just watched Prom Night and that movie is boring for an hour and a half. (laughs) Like I was just bored to tears. Like with this one, I was really on edge for 90 percent of this film. And that's an that's a testament to, you know, the people that made this movie. Yeah. No, you like it's it's always so great when you're watching something that like makes you engaged the whole time yeah and like I was having a really I don't want to say I was having a great time but like I was definitely feeling things (laughs) yeah it was do I felt like the movie did everything that it was supposed to do and it, it executed it all really well yeah all right so yeah we both agree that we think this is a sweet garbage film so it's I feel like for the most part, we haven't totally disagreed. We've had a couple ones, but I think we both recognize when, you know, the film is, you know, higher quality than, you know, some of the other made-for-television movies that we've seen. So, yeah, we're we're both in the sweet garbage area. We both had different batshit moments. I think overall we really enjoyed it. Uh, this is something for me I would really recommend everybody that listens to us or just people in general if you're looking for a made-for-television movie from the 90s that holds detention extremely well. I would recommend this for sure. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's also it's on YouTube and it's on Amazon Prime, so it's pretty easy to find. And, yeah, I would say it's it was a good it was a good watch. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I think it was a a good uh, a good one so far of the stalker movies because our theme this this month is pretty much just you know the unrequited stalker love. Um, yeah, I think this is a, a pretty a pretty solid one. Um, you know, we've only watched uh, so far prom night and this one, and this one is by far better than prom night. We'll see <laughs> as we progress for the the month of April. But we hope everybody out there is doing well with the coronavirus. It's still scary. It's getting scarier and scarier by the day. But please don't, you know, allow that to deter you from doing the things you love indoors. Please, please stay indoors. Um, Yeah. Yeah. 
Great. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And yeah. if you do want to um, leave us a review or, you know, rate us, that would be great. We've gotten some nice reviews from people. So we want to thank everybody for listening and, you know, leaving comments for us. Yeah, please do that as much as you can. If you want to interact with us on Instagram or Twitter as well, please reach out. We love new friends. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you.